Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Here's what's going on in the NHL tonight. Jets and Red Wings 1-1 early in the third. After two, the Capitals lead the Lightning 4-2. John Carlson has scored twice. He's up to 13 on the season. Ovechkin has a goal as well. He now has 43. Blues leading the Kraken 2-1 late in the second period. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's the Flames at the Ducks. And the Canucks will play the Golden Knights tomorrow here on 630 Chad. Oilers, who have won five in a row, visiting the Los Angeles Kings, fourth and final meeting of the regular season between the two teams. Edmonton now 87 points in 71 games. Kings with 86 in 72 when they met in L.A. earlier this season. The Oilers grabbed a hard-fought 5-2 victory. Bakersfield Condors, uh, we had James Hamblin from the Condors on the show in the last half hour. He had a goal and an assist this afternoon. Seth Griffith scored an overtime 3-2 win for Baco over the San Jose Barracuda. I am always happy to talk about the Alberta Junior Hockey League. They are going into the division finals this weekend, and the head coach of the Spruce Grove Saints is Bram Steven. Bram, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks, Reed. How about those oil, eh? I want to, I want to go in overtime last night. You like the, uh, you like the goaltender play, eh? Yeah, that was a heads up for sure. Do you guys play three on three in the AJ? What is, what's the overtime format now? Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's three on the same as the NHL, three on three, and then shootouts. Yeah. Because back in the day, and I, I'm far removed from covering the league on a daily basis, but and the. They change the rules every couple of years, but there was a time in the AJHL when I was covering it. They did five minutes of four on four, and then five minutes on three on three, and then the game would end in a tie. And there might be like yep. eight ties a year. Do you remember that? I do. I was coaching in the league as a young assistant coach from 2009 to 11 in Drake Valley, and I think those were the rules then. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mind that, actually. I mean, yeah. if there was a tie game, there would have been so much entertainment along the way that you didn't leave the building feeling like, oh, nobody won. Like, they, they were pretty <laughs> crazy overtimes. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. They actually tested out a, a format in an exhibition this year. We went, uh, what did we go, three on three for two minutes and then two on two for two minutes and one on one. And and uh, when we got to, like, two on two or even one on one, the goalie started being pulled, and it, it turned into a bit of a fiasco. So I don't, I don't think that'll fly. Yeah, I know, and I know they do that uh, in minor hockey week, and I don't know if they do it in all of minor hockey. It gets to be a little much. I wouldn't want to see that at the higher levels. I think three-on-three three is as close to perfection as you're going to get for regular season tie-breaking, in, yeah. in my mind, anyway. It was a good idea by the league, and, and good on them for trying it, and, and we'll see. that Maybe with a couple of tweaks, it could, something like that could work. We'll, we'll, we'll see. All right. Uh, you guys had a great regular season, first of all, 46-9-5 and five to uh, to lead the North. I believe, including playoffs, you've won 14 in a row. Give me kind of a summary of the Saints' season. 
I thought we progressively got better. To be honest, we we had to tweak our roster a little bit in the first half, and our, our general manager Rob made uh, made some good moves. And I would say after December, we we really settled into a roster, and we didn't do anything at the trade deadline. And and our group just we feel like our group progressively got better and better within the details of the game and the details of what we're trying to accomplish. And uh, we finished the I think I don't know what our record was down the stretch, but I think it was pretty good. I think we only lost four after Christmas, and and I remember. Several of those we were really shooting the team, and yet, yet we still lost. And the playoffs have gone well so far. So it's been a good team. We're pretty deep up front, and and uh, and we play the game heavy all throughout our 25 guys for sure. So you, by finishing first in the North, you got a first round buy in the playoffs. My experience yeah. um, is that some coaches didn't like the buy. I, I remember there, were, and I can't remember the year I was doing it, but I think there was a year um, both first place teams had the buy through a best of five and then lost. And then the next year they changed it so that they didn't get the buy until the second round. If they won the first, uh, how, how did you handle the buy? How was it for you guys? It was good. It gave us a lot of opportunity to practice. I mean, it's a little bit long, but, but it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a really good thing to have that much practice time that late in the season and, and, uh, unique to a certain extent. I mean, you know, we had that that buy in 2017 and 18 when we won too, and 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 the, the the second round went the same as it did this time. Where it was a quick second round, and our group generally comes out pretty sharp when we get more time to practice. And uh, we felt that way the whole the whole five years we've we've all been doing this. So uh, we'll take it for sure. I, I'm hoping you can tell me because I'm guessing there's probably a few on a team as successful as yours. Uh, how many players do you have committed to NCAA schools and how important is that as a measure of success for the saints? Yeah, I think the measuring measure of success is to move as many players on as possible to all levels. Um, we move some guys on to the Western league and, and NCAA and, and uh, we hope that, you know, down the road, they sign pro contracts. We actually had two guys sign pro deals, uh, this this week in uh, Matt uh, uh, Matt Murray and uh, Chris Van Oshaw, so that was great. Um, this year we have we have eight uh, NCAA commits, uh, one uh, to the U Sport level as well, so a ninth there. And uh, some of our uh, 2001 or 20 year olds are are talking to some schools as well and have some opportunities, uh, uh, you know, north and, and hopefully still a couple south south of the border by the end of the, the season. So hopefully that number uh, raises by by the time we're done with playoffs here. Well, that's awesome. That's really a feather in everybody's cap there, I think, involved with the organization. So so good for you guys. Um, is Drayton Valley you got coming up here? Yes, we do, yep. What, what, do you know, what do you know about them? Because I think they were a slight uh, upset team to get this deep. What can you tell us about the Thunder? Yeah, they've got a lot of team speed. Um, a lot of guys that can really skate and, and you know, play the game with pace. Um, they've got a good goaltender and, and Barry there and uh, their back end's pretty mobile as well, and, and they're uh, fairly detailed in their game plan and, and have a uh, strong structure, uh, special teams, and um, yeah, they, they, they've they've got a couple guys that have carried the offensive load um, throughout the regular season and playoffs, and and you know our, our group like us need to key on them, and there's definitely going to be two styles of play. Like we can we we feel we can play the game in a couple different ways for sure, but but we're definitely a, like a bigger, heavier team, and uh, and they're a lot more uh, speedy team. All right. Eric's still coaching them. Eric Thurston, the former Bears coach. Yes, he is. Yeah, they, they've done a wonderful job there over the, the. I think Eric's been there for four years now, and progressively each year has gotten better. And 
you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, I think I, I correct. I'm not sure if I'm wrong, or, but I think it's the first time they've gotten to a division final in about 20 years now. Cool. So, um, it's exciting for them and, uh, for us to obviously anytime get to try and, uh, win a division, it's going to be a great series. I'm sure. Well, uh, here's a, a, a fun fact then I, cause I, then I believe if it has been 20 years, the last time they would have been this deep, uh, I believe Clark MacArthur would have been playing for them before he went to Medicine Hat. Yeah, I think it was around there. Yeah, so maybe yeah. 18 to 20 years. But uh, I recall watching a, a game. I was a young kid myself, but I recall watching one of the Doyle Cup games. I was in a spring camp in Drayton Valley, and it was packed. And 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 I was at, I was I was at one of the games, and yeah, it's, it's full in there too in Drayton Valley. And I think well in Spruce Grove, our second round too, we were near packed as well. And uh, two great environments. I think it'd be a fantastic uh, thing for fans and just general hockey people in the community to come watch. Uh, in the next week or so, it's going to be good hockey. I, I want to ask you about one of your kids who uh, who is committed to Ferris State, and, and I think he's got some pretty gaudy numbers, and he's got a fun name to say as well. What can you tell me about Luigi Benincasa? Uh, he's a fantastic hockey player. He, uh, man, he's, a, he's not the biggest guy Um but he plays with so much heart and he plays so big and he's tenacious and relentless in all three zones and uh, very evasive and deceptive with the puck and uh, intelligent without the puck. And I can't tell you how many times this year he scored either big goals in a big moment or a lot of times he'll get the first goal of the game for us. Uh, he starts on time and um, to watch his progression and development over the two years with us, like we're, we're so proud of him. I think he's going to be a heck of a hockey player at the NCAA level. Okay. Well, I, I'm glad you're checking in tonight. So we got Friday, Saturday. You guys are hosting the first two games. And, and people can go to the AJHL website for the schedule. How can they find out more about the Saints or get tickets? Yeah, just on the Spruce Grove Saints uh, website, and you can purchase tickets online there. Um, if, if you don't get to that, you certainly can come up to the walk. We get a big walk-up crowd, so certainly uh, they can purchase right at the gate on uh, Friday night and Saturday night. Games are 7 o'clock, both Friday Saturday. Okay, and, and is the South, I'm going to make a guess here, is it Brooks against somebody in the South? Brooks is playing Okotoks, yeah. Did Brooks lose any games this year? Uh, yeah, we got him once. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, didn't they go 57-3 and three a couple of years ago? I always remember that. Oh, so, I don't know, Reed. Something I, I crazy like that. Who, who, yeah, only pay attention to who wins the postseason. Yeah, t- see, t- <laughs> typical coach, don't tell me the stats. Just yeah. trust the process, right? Okay. You betcha. Well, no, I, I am glad to have you on the show, Brad. I, I know we've chatted a few times over the years, and uh, you're doing a great job, and this is a fun time of year in the AJ. And um, uh, not not to take anything away to, from all the hard work you and the coaches and your training staff do, because I know you're incredibly dedicated, but I just love that the players are, are showcased and it's a memorable time in their lives and they're chasing a title here. So uh, good luck against the Thunder, and I hope we can talk again down the road. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Thanks very much for having me on. Right on. That is Bram Steven checking in, the head coach of the Spruce Grove Saints. So, uh, yeah, lots of fun stuff to watch. They are home Friday and Saturday to the Drayton Valley Thunder. I'm sure we have people listening in the uh, Drayton Valley area as well. Their home games are next Tuesday and Wednesday, the uh, the 12th and the 13th in that best of seven series. So support the AJ. Check out the North Final if you got time for sure. It's going to be a good one. Okay, it is 744. We're going to call a quick timeout.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, oh, I think we're gonna we're gonna do something really fun, really fun when we get back. Masters starting tomorrow. Always enjoy watching that tournament. Tiger Woods, what's he gonna do coming back from the uh, car crash from a little over a year ago? Uh, what Matsuyama won last year. I think Colin Morikawa's got a great shot. He's an awesome player, already has a couple of majors. So, uh, yeah, Masters starting tomorrow. Definitely going to be checking a lot of that out. Oilers tomorrow against the Kings. 7 o'clock face-off show game at 8.30 here on 6.30. Shed. Kellen, what do you have for me? Hey, Reed, my boys, the Bonneville Pontiacs actually shut out Brooks once this year. Brooks' first shutout loss in like five years. The Pontiacs and their head coach, GM Rick Swan, parted ways today. That's from Jeremy from Glendon. Used to cover a lot of Pontiacs, um, even in Lloyd Minster. Uh, the Pontiacs had some really good teams while I was there, led by, and I know I've talked about this before, uh, Mark Letestu was on those teams. Justin Fontaine, uh, Shannon Zavados played there for a while. I think she was with three different teams in the AJ. have to double-check that. Uh, definitely there was uh, one year, I'm trying to remember the year now, would have been 05 or 06, Uh Pontiacs had a seven-game series with Fort McMurray. That was pretty memorable. The, the Jeff Pister was the coach at that time. Hello, Jeremy. Nice to talk to you. There we go. Hey, Reed, it's Luke. When the Oilers enter the playoffs, players like Cassian, Kane, Nurse, and even Pulley will have to use their size and toughness without taking penalties if they hope to go deep. The talent is definitely there. That's from Luke. Yeah, I know we often talk about that heavy game, that playoff-style game, that grounding-style game. Uh, I mean, I like what Kelly Rudy said earlier, that the LA Kings have checking in their DNA, so the Oilers are going to have to match or exceed that. Evander Kane's been outstanding. Uh, Cassian, once again, has endured an injury-riddled campaign. We're, we hope in the playoffs he's going to play like he did in 2022. Pulley RV, I, I know there's a lot of talk about Jesse, Jesse Pulley RV, and I know his advanced stats are good. And I, I like a lot of things he does. I, and I, I, to me, this isn't a criticism. I kind of present this as as optimism and hope. I still think he can hit another level. I still think he can make more plays and finish more plays. I, I think some games he's maybe a little more into the flow than others. Um, there are a lot of times he gets a pass and kind of slaps it right back hurriedly to the guy who gave it to him as opposed to trying to make a play himself, which I, I'd love to see him do. I love the goal he scored in Anaheim because he showed some good patience and finish in front. I, I thought he, uh, you know, was disruptive on some shifts last night against the San Jose Sharks. Um, I, I guess, you know, like for a lot of players, that they think the next step is just consistency and hitting the score sheet a little more often. But yeah, he's uh, he still remains kind of an intriguing talent to me. Yeah. And that's it. That's all we got for the uh, text messages okay. at the moment, Reader. All right. So we haven't done this. It's been a while. I think it's been at least three weeks. Far too long. We are going to do our world-famous award-winning segment. My favorite part about this show 
it is a little game we call Name the Animal. Now, I have to do a rules explanation because it's quite complicated, and I don't want anybody to get lost. So here's what's going to happen. Kellen Kennedy will broadcast to me because I'm at home and he's in the 630 Chet studio. He's going to have the sound of an animal. Now, we have the 630 Chet Animal Sanctuary that is uh, adjacent to the grounds of the 630 Chet Broadcasting Compound. So earlier today, Kellen either went out and recorded the sound of an animal or brought one of the animals back to the studio. So he's either going to have a recorded sound or the animal live in studio making the sound. It depends on the size and demeanor of the animal. So he will play that sound. I have no idea what it is. He doesn't give me hints until I start flailing and making wrong guesses. And I have to name the animal. Now, this is not a contest for, for you to win as listeners, though you can participate by tweeting, emailing, texting, calling if you want. But if you help me get it right, uh, you don't win anything. Uh, I can try to get you a canned ham. Or I could, because we're still working on this, but we got a, we got a thing going on where uh, I could, well, I will come to your, your residence and compliment your pet. I will give your pet a personalized compliment unless you have a pet tarantula. I don't do freaking tarantulas. Dog, tell me a little bit about your dog, your cat, your goat. We, like, we have a pet goat, a Ched named Cheddar. I haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, we will, I will compliment your pet if, if you're able to help me. So here we go. Our world-famous award-winning segment, Name the Animal. All right, Name the Animal in free two and one it's an otter it is not it's a porpoise it is not a pur- porpoise is the is that flapping noise part of the sound? It is, yes. Okay, so does it have flippers? Uh, no. Is it a bird? I always ask if it's a bird. Is it some it, sort of a It bird? is a bird, yes. Oh, it, this is a bird today. Okay. This is a oh bird. Oh, my goodness. Well, we had woodpecker once. It's not a woodpecker. It's not a, it's not a chickadee. Is it an ostrich? It is not an ostrich. Is it an emu? It is not an emu. It's a little it, bit smaller. It's, you're, it's you're, smaller than that. You're is on the right fl- track with is, big birds. Is it a flamingo? It is not a flamingo. Oh, I thought I had it with flamingo. Okay, so it's it's larger than a budgie or uh, something like that. Yes. Uh, is it larger than a magpie? Uh, definitely, yes. Is it an eagle? It is actually larger than an eagle. It's larger than an eagle, but it's not quite as big as an ostrich or an emu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah, play it again. Do we do we have these in Alberta? Uh no. We do not have these in Alberta. But they do uh, have them in uh California and Is it a vulture? No. Specifically around Bakersfield. Is it a condor? It's it a is. condor. Yes, it's a condor, baby. I got it in the first dozen guesses. <laughs> That is that a California condor read. That is what a condor sounds like. So he's he's making his sort of cooing noise and he's flapping his wings. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. It is a condor. 
I never, I, the famous video from the Condors is that one that went nuts before the game when they were mm-hmm. in the ECHL. Yeah. And I like how you made it topical because we had a Bakersfield Condor on the show earlier. There James we go. Hamlin was on. We've tied it all together, Kellen. It's time really is a thing a, of beauty. Time now, is a flat thing, circle. The only thing that's left to do to make my day complete is watching Geostorm. There you go. But I'm not going to do that because I'm going to watch Moon Knight and then I'm going to watch the uh, Flames and the Ducks. How long is that one anyway, Geostorm? Oh, now now you're asking me the runtime of Geostorm. What's the runtime? Yeah, I'm googling it right now. Uh, It is one hour and forty nine minutes. Oh my! Action packed uh, tornado Geostorm goodness. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Okay, well that was named the animal. Now you can tell. Now you can go to people in your workplace and or uh, home environment tomorrow or later tonight and be like, would you like to know what a condor sounds like? And you can recreate the sound yourself. Dave Campbell's the producer of Inside Sports. As you just heard, Kellen Kennedy is our studio producer. You heard from Kelly Rudy, James Hamlin, Bram Steven tonight. Inside Sports from 6 to 7 tomorrow. Face-off show at 7, game at 8.30. And don't forget, Stoff has Oilers now from noon to 2. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.